Welcome everyone to this edition of Dykema's Washington Update. I am Jim Brandell and I'm joined by my colleague Andy Buchak with the government policy team here. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about what's going on here in Washington, like we've done in previous um, uh, episodes, as well as talk about um, just the, the I-word investigations that are going on here in Washington. It seems like every committee in Washington right now is doing investigations and oversight. Um, so, Andy, now that uh, the, the, the budget battles seem to be over um, here in Washington, at least for the, the current fiscal year, um, committees are getting back to regular order, it seems. Yeah, it definitely seems that committees are getting back to regular order, and I think because there's not an enormous amount of optimism of big legislative victories this year, committees are looking at ways to try to be relevant in this process and to be able to play a role in what's going on. And one of the things that they can do is conduct investigations and oversight both on the administration, on private companies, and try to flex their muscle a little bit and drive some of the, their policy goals through investigation. Well, the Democrats, when they were running in the last election, um, ran on a lot of different issues that they were going to investigate, uh, charging that the, the, the Republicans who were in the majority at the time weren't conducting um, proper oversight on a lot of different areas. So uh, now is their time to, to do that. So we're, we're Certainly a lot of pent-up sort of frustration on that front on the Democratic side, where Democrats had issued a number of subpoena requests that were universally denied across the board from Republicans when they were in the majority. And so now that the Democrats have the gavels and are in the majority, we're going to see a lot more of those investigations get underway. And it seems as though there is a broad range of uh, topics for investigation that range from the Trump administration and the president's businesses to other industries that have long uh, been the targets of some of uh, the new leaders in Congress. Well, yeah, we're seeing that really from A to Z of the type of industries that are out there. We've already seen uh, the House Ways and Means Committee do one on prescription drug pricing. I know some other committees, such as Oversight and Reform, as well as Energy and Commerce, will be doing similar ones. And I know um, Senator Grassley in the Senate, this isn't limited to just the Democrats. The, the Senate is going to be doing a lot of oversight, it seems, as well. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we've seen the Financial Services Committee talk about looking into credit reporting. We've seen a number of members raise their concerns about rising health care costs and some of the the reasons behind that in addition to prescription drug prices. And again, without a lot of big legislative bills moving forward through the Congress, investigations are a way for committees to conduct work and without the need to have cooperation amongst uh, the House and the Senate or Democrats and Republicans and, 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 and give them a chance to respond to some of the, the issues of the day, the crises of the day. You know, we saw uh, this past week in Michigan and Detroit as a result of uh, a newspaper investigation, local elected leaders call for a federal investigation looking into the use of contaminated dirt at demolition sites by a government contractor. Um, and so, again, these types of investigations can just pop up almost instantly based on current events as well. Yeah, and the House has reformed their, um, their, their climate committee that they've had in the past. Um, that's a broad uh, uh, mandate that can touch a lot of different industries when it comes to climate change, um, oil and gas, any type of energy Anything that you know that touches the EPA really uh, potentially could be out there. Um, 
Well, today we were very fortunate to have as a guest on our podcast, Jonathan Feld from Dykema's uh, Chicago office, who is going to talk to us a little bit about his experience on these congressional investigations and the way he's worked with companies who may be targeted and have been targeted um, in congressional investigations. So, Jonathan, welcome into uh, the podcast. Thank you very much, Jim. Well, there's a, a lot going on in Congress, as you've heard us talk about, um, really, like I said, from A to Z, almost any company that has any type of regulation or maybe not even regulated yet could be targeted at any time by by a com- uh, by Congress for additional investigation, whether that's for a hearing, whether that's for subpoenas, could be a little more friendly or unfriendly. Um, talk, we'd love to talk to you about you know the things that companies may need to do um, in case they're targeted or may be targeted in any of these wide-ranging um, type of investigations that Congress is looking to do. So the first thing companies need to do is get prepared. Um, as Andy and you both have mentioned, investigations are increasing, and we'll talk a little bit about changes in the House rules that are going to make these investigations even easier. But if you see your industry, whether you're in the pharmaceutical or an environmental, uh, questioning a practice and it's going on at your company, you need to look into it and get prepared. And there are ways, too, that... You know, a lot of folks see the headlines about Democrats investigating the Trump administration, but there are, are, it's not a big stretch for those investigations to somehow incorporate companies as well as they start looking at the practices going on in the administration. And companies may not really be expected to get caught up somehow in a congressional investigation of the president, but it's not that far-fetched that that could happen, right? It definitely happens all the time that companies... Uh, who have been involved in politics, whether it's through contributions or holding events, often get inquiries from Congress. You may not end up in front of the lights and camera, but you definitely may end up in front of a staffer having to give an explanation or provide documents. So, for example, we're seeing calls about looking into the president's inaugural committee. There are a lot of companies that make contributions every year to the inaugural committees, and in some cases, some very big dollar amounts. It wouldn't be surprising for those companies that have made a contribution to the president's inaugural committee to somehow find themselves getting a a call from an investigator or a subpoena for information. Is that the type of thing you're talking about? That's one of the type of things that's involved. So what you may view as a political issue really has a lot of business ramifications. And one of the things about congressional investigations is they happen with a certain intensity because it's being driven both by the media and by political considerations. So everything is needed right away, and that's what I mean, that you need to try and get out in front of these issues, get prepared. If you've made an unusually large contribution this year to a certain candidate, it may start off with President Trump, but it may be part of a larger campaign election review about trying to change the finance laws. If you're a construction company, what started out as just a innocent project with your environmental, you may get swept up in a larger change, a review of practices about how to dispose of a certain product. Well, Those are just a couple of examples. Well, let's talk about, you mentioned some changes. What, what's new in this Congress, especially in the House with their new rules, that makes this year a little bit more precarious potentially for companies rather than previous years? Jim, there's actually been a big change this year. Um, and not everyone, I'm sure, is aware of it, is that in prior years when you had to give testimony, sworn testimony, which is under penalty of perjury, 
there had to be a member of Congress present for the entire testimony. That rule was changed by the Democrats. It went back to what it had been in the Obama era. So you don't need a member. So people are thinking, what's the big importance? That means staffers, some of whom have more latitude, more time, and frankly, um, a lot more authority to do things they're not constricted by the presence of having a member who may have to go off to his home state or have a caucus on another issue. Wow. Well, so with that, let's talk a little bit more with your background and your experience. What are the type of things that you offer or can do for companies who are faced with these potential problems? So there are two parts of what I think we can do. Is One, the big issue that comes up in a lot of these investigations is what you've done internally to discover the facts. And as a lawyer, we urge clients to do an internal investigation, but do it with the cloak of the attorney-client privilege so it's not automatically discoverable. The other thing I, that often happens is that when there's one congressional investigation, there's private, probably some whistleblower or someone who's filed litigation, and there may even be a criminal grand jury investigation. So you have to coordinate those two to make sure that what you say in one proceeding is accurate, doesn't come back to hurt you necessarily in another, and if you want to keep your conversations private with your attorney, you don't want to be revealing them to Congress because you won't be able necessarily to claim that in, in front of a civil litigation or a grand jury. Are, are there specific differences for someone that finds themselves part of an investigation before Congress than there would be if they were being investigated for criminally or in a civil matter? In a criminal matter, there are federal rules that keep everything confidential. So if you turn over a protected document, if you turn over proprietary information, that's going to be kept confidential because there's a federal rule. In Congress, there is not that requirement. So if you're being asked to give up your formula for a, a certain medicine or a certain kind of how you do a certain construction technique, those kind of important information could be disseminated by your testimony, again, unless you work with the members of Congress who are often sensitive to these issues so that this information doesn't get revealed that's truly confidential to your business. That's just one issue. The other issue, surprisingly, is that the attorney-client privilege is recognized in a grand jury investigation. It's the bedrock of some of our rules, but it's a judicially created, meaning created by the courts. Congressmen and congresswomen will tell you that it's not necessarily going to apply in Congress. That's the talk. It's not usually the action. But unless you straighten these things out ahead of time, you could be headed for some rough times. You, you mentioned something that strikes me as it might be different as well as it relates to talking with the members of Congress about the investigation. I'm guessing you don't always get that opportunity in the criminal side of things, but that also sounds like it would be something different. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Right. Now, in the criminal setting, you may get to meet with the prosecutor and find out a little bit or give your version to an attorney. But in Congress, you not only can do that, but you can make sure that you sit down and explain to them. And there may be members from your home district, from one who or whose party you're more affiliated with, or understand the nature of your business or the dilemma, that you can talk to them, even give them questions to be asked if you end up 
in front of public testimony or testimony on the record to make sure that things are clarified and the whole action is brought out. You don't usually give uh, questions and tell the prosecutor, please only ask me these questions. In the so, grand so you jury. have a chance to really get your facts out there for people to understand so that it's not necessarily just one-sided, especially in a sense where a congressional investigation could have a lot of political motivations right. behind it. It's important in a congressional uh, investigation to find your allies, whether they're in Congress or in your industry. In a grand jury investigation, you usually don't have an ally on the government side. You talked a little bit about the need to be aware of the differences in attorney-client privilege. Are there other precautions that you need to take because of the differences between a criminal investigation or what people might be familiar with in a criminal investigation versus how this investigation works before Congress? Yeah, again, I think you need to make sure that you have an understanding and have done an investigation before you go to Congress. So you may decline to testify. You may not want to uh, you may want to negotiate the scope of the subpoena or information you've been requested for because if there are other problems, whether they're in civil litigation or a criminal investigation, you need to make sure that you have your priorities straight and protect yourself uh, where needed. Fantastic. That's, I mean, that's a, a lot to, to, to digest for, for companies and organizations that may be facing this. Um, any, any kind of other last-minute uh, ideas or suggestions you have for, for folks who are, uh, are facing these things, can Jonathan? I, can I ask Jonathan yeah. one question here? We've talked a lot about if you're, if you're in an investigation or you get a subpoena and those types of situations, but I'm guessing that there are steps companies can take before it ever gets to that point that would make them better prepared in the event that they find themselves. And with all the different investigations out there, it gives you a pretty good sense of whether or not you think your company could somehow get enveloped in one of these investigations. So would you have any advice for companies to take now who might not be the subject of an investigation but always has that potential down the road in terms of what, A, what they should be doing and B, the, the role of someone with your expertise might play in helping them prepare for something that could eventually come up. The political wind shifts so quickly that what when you think you may not be part of a industry that's being under investigation or practices, uh, you won't have time by the time you get the subpoena to get prepared. Again, if you're in the industry or you know that your company has a certain pricing policy or participated in a certain project, whether it's an inaugural committee or a land development project, if it could impact you, not, then is the time to begin to get proactive and prepare and look at those situations. The other thing, if you think you're going to be involved or could be, you want to make sure that you begin to sketch out what kind of public relations program you're going to have. Do you need to have a PR strategy where that's not what you use in a grand jury? And you need to find someone, because that often takes a lot of time, to hone that down and to find the right person. So if you see it coming or it could come down the road, if you wait till it's there, it's usually too late. Great advice, Jonathan. Um, really appreciate your time and counsel on this, and I'm sure people uh, may have more questions to follow up with you on. So again, appreciate your time on this. It's definitely the center of the agenda here in Washington when it comes to um, the happenings of the halls of Congress. So 
With that, we're going to end this episode of Dykema's Washington Update. We thank everyone for uh, listening, and we'll be back next month with more updates from the nation's capital. Thank you. The materials contained in this audio are provided for general information purposes only and do not constitute the legal or other professional advice of Dykema Gossett PLLC and affiliates. Dykema. Neither Dykema nor any other Dykema entity accepts any responsibility for any loss which may arise from reliance on information contained in this audio. Permission is given for the downloading and temporary storage of this audio for the purpose of viewing on a personal electronic device. The contents of this audio are protected by copyright under international conventions, and apart from the permission stated, the reproduction, permanent storage, or retransmission of the contents of this audio is prohibited without the prior written consent of DICOMA. Rules of certain state supreme courts may consider this advertising and require us to advise you of such designation. Copyright 2017, Dykema Gossett, PLLC.